the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 in Bolverde Road. During the next two hours, our experts will help you with your gardening questions when you call 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Or come by Millburgers during the show and have your question answered in person. And now it's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930. 30 a.m. The answer. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. This is Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Mark Peterson and Trace. I'm sure will join us in a little while. We're sitting on the porch here at Millburgers, and uh, we'd love for you to come by. Like so many people, I've seen some some interesting things that uh, folks are buying. I don't know what she's got. What is is that? He's got a rose, right? Yes, yes, and then we got some new roses in, and uh, they are uh, earth-kind roses for the most part, and that's great. Those are all adaptable here. A lot of times earth-kind roses are antique or old-fashioned roses, so kind of overlap. Tough tough modern roses. Tough modern roses, yeah. Yeah, like uh, Belinda's Dream. Remember that one, Milton? I do. I still have mine. <laughs> it's still going. And, so and it's it's tough. I, I, That's I the eat. only topic we yeah. could talk about for weeks yeah. because yeah. Milton yeah. had a beautiful specimen. Yeah, but, but now it I, didn't. It's it's coming back. We got lots of little red leaves yeah, on uh, it. It's it's lovely. It's it's uh, we've had lovely yeah. weather, and so. And I'm jealous. Those people found one gallon tomatoes. I bought some. Uh, on Wednesday, I hustled up here uh, and got some in the little uh, four-inch pots. Uh, but they have a lot. Uh, I don't know now. We'll have to ask Trace how the, yeah, I was say, how so the numbers are. I should have checked. But so tr- you, so. Yeah, last week, Trace uh, told us he had four and a half and gallons. Right. And they got they found, one, number ones. They found the number ones. Yeah. So we've got those, apparently. We'll, we'll ask him for clarification on that, but... Uh, 210-308-8867. If, if you went to the uh, the uh, class, of course, right, you could you will get a uh, potted up tomato uh, free. But of course, the milk class here at Millburgers is full uh, now, isn't it? Didn't yeah. you tell me it was full? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you uh, how how is it because we had a few spaces open the other day and it's yeah. it's entirely full now. It is, I guess. Uh, I think they're taking kind of a a waiting a list type list. thing. Well, so. if you wanna, there's uh, still ten seats left in the um, Dream Hill Estates uh, program, which is uh, next Windy. Saturday, next Saturday, Saturday okay. morning at nine thirty. Uh, so ten ten out of the thirty five seats are left there, and then and that's the same program. You'll get the, all that information about. Uh, growing tomatoes and vegetables, and then uh, you'll get a tomato to pot up. Uh, and, and we don't put tomatoes in the ground yet. 
No, that's the the whole issue with the potting up. No matter how how many uh, T-shirts we're wearing right now, Milton and I are wearing. But but Milton brought up a good point, and then we've talked about it. (laughs) A lot lot of times, some of the best tomato varieties, uh, or the rare, for sure the rarest, are are available early, and you want to get them and uh, have them ready for action. And you can you can get a fast start by potting up the tomatoes. I, and then you, you don't want to dilly dally around. Yeah. No, no, because we we will have people that will call us and and I can't find this variety yeah. anywhere. And it's like, well, we've yeah, we've sold out. Uh, so get them early. Come and come and get them and get them early. Uh, and then just like with Calvin's class, just take care of them, pot them up. And the class the class is on the seventeenth. Uh, Okay. And it's at 9.30 a.m. Call 210-382-4455 if you want to review. Uh, and and what, what is that number again? 210-382-4455. Right. It's funny how I can remember that thing. Just like, I, I know. Yeah. Uh, we, won't, we, won't, we won't say why yet. Yeah. No, but, uh, but yeah. it's, uh, I've known the... Number here at our radio show longer than I have that number. Oh built, wow! But I still can't remember. That. I, you know, I can't either. Uh, all right, I, I know there's a couple eights in it. That's all. I well, can here is our number: two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And Bobby's called us at that number. Oh, this is, could be a good question, Bobby. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What's going on? Am I on? You are on the air, Bobby. Oh. Hey, Mark. I got a, uh, I was helping with a client last year with a fighter on an easement, so I had to go out and walk the property. And way up in the back looked like a big stand of old growth cedar, like a brake. Um, and, and I was impressed because I like to cut cedar posts. And these are easily 12 inches around, maybe more, and, uh, uh, 20, 30, 40 feet tall. So, uh, I, just I, yeah. finished re- I just finished reading a book called The Cedar Choppers, and I'm doing one now called uh, Hard Scrabble by John Graves. And he talks about this as maybe uh, every once in a while you come across something like this, the cedar choppers miss. So, that kind of any tax break that can be uh, uh, developed for a landowner because he's got a break of old growth cedar yeah i was uh, pondering this this very question i heard rumors of 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 what you found and uh i couldn't remember any any tax breaks involved um there was uh um some agricultural tax breaks that you could try to get and specifically identify cedar Production, as opposed, so you clearly identified a cedar post production on that, um, and then you could try to say, okay, that's going to be a a subset of like an orchard or woods or something around here. But it kind of depends on the tax assessor of each county and how they would apply that. So, uh, so I yeah, I don't I don't have a specific answer for that, but the the cool part is. Um, that you found these huge cedars, and a lot of people in, in, in or ash juniper, as it's properly called, 
but a lot of people in in this area, particularly new uh, residents, they always assume the short, multi-trunk, um, pollen-producing, berry-producing junipers, and they don't realize that these things can get 30, 35 feet tall and 12 to 16 inches in diameter. Uh, and it's huge. A lot of the old, old, old houses in the hill country, I'm thinking Mountain Home and that area, were uh, pine trees that have since gone um, and old cedar posts. Cedar, I mean, we're talking like log cabins size. Right. Well, okay. Right. Well, the next Alrighty. question then. Oh, yes, sir. Oh. You, want to, you want to go up and look at it? Yeah. Uh, I was going to give you a holler. Um Okay. And, uh, and and find a good time when we can go. It has to be like a fr- uh, Friday or, or a Monday. All right. I'm self-employed. Right. Friday's good. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Give me a holler All sometime. Right, thank you. Thanks, okay. Bobby. You yeah, take, take care. care. All right. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. We have a question coming from the crowd, but he had to go to the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> hey, and I want to do a shout-out to Patty. Uh, someone uh, or her husband was telling me that she's a big listener to the show every week. So I promised we would say hi to Patty. Hi, Patty. Hi, Patty. Patty, you need to call us and tell us what you got going on in the garden. 210-308-8867. Trace is up on the porch. Trace, tell us what you got going on at the nursery. Big game sale. Big game sale. This is like our third or fourth one. Yeah. And so pretty much everything in the store is on sale with mm-hmm. uh, very few exceptions. Right. Ten percent or ten percent, ten percent off. So all those things that everybody always asks me, does this ever go on sale? Ah, this is the only week that okay. some stuff ever is on sale. All right, so head on. Doesn't include the grass or the labor. Doesn't, doesn't include grass, labor, gift cards, and maybe one or two other odds and ends. All right, so don't dilly dally. Head on over here swiftly for the big game sale. Pun intended. Pun intended. Yes. <laughs> Did you get the pun? Did you, Milton? He, he's the one who came up with the pun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I never would have guessed. All right. Never. But that it was I think a pun just, or that I think it's just, you, it's it. just yeah. you and I, Trace. I, I uh, guess so. I think so, too. I, guess, uh, I got a kick out of it. Yeah. It'll, uh, it'll are, a lot of these projects uh, kind of the chief of them all. Oh, nice. Very yeah, nice. Uh, all right. Chief products uh-huh. that never get the 10%. Yes, very good. All right, 210-308-8867. But you check out MillburgerNursery.com uh, for all the details on, you know, any exceptions and, and stuff. But, like, there's just the two, and you can't combine it with other offers, but I don't That's know. That's the other one I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah, so 210-308-8867. And I've noticed, and I didn't see them on Wednesday, but uh, you've got the gallon tomatoes. They're in the greenhouse. Yeah, did that? Were they? did I just miss them on Wednesday? Mm, I think they showed up Wednesday. Okay, maybe I got there. Oh, and and I, I gotta I gotta brag on on your folks. So I came here Tuesday actually looking for them, and you were out. And so Peter was like, because like I'm looking all over the place. I'm I'm bugging poor Peter because they keep throwing Peter under the bus. They may be in today. Peter knows. Go find Peter. Uh, and so, uh, but Peter was handled it well. It's just dude. He didn't say it, but that was the gist of it. Give your number to the cashier. If they come in today or they, when they come in tomorrow, uh, they'll give you a call. So, like 10 o'clock, I get a call. 
I couldn't pick up. There's this great message when I do pick up uh, that says that you had left a message. You wanted to know when they came in. These are, and she rattled off some of the varieties and the different prices and stuff. It was great. So, uh, yeah. Uh, if, well, since uh, then, we got our four inch, not four and a half. So oh, what did I get? The four and a half? Um, I don't know. They're square. 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 That, that's a four. That's a four. Okay. Measured TV wise. Oh, across the yeah. diagonal. Okay. So, so uh, did you? Uh, no, did, I, uh, did you I, come I, in and then get your usual two plants, Milton? I or? tried to get one and a half, but they wouldn't oh. sell me one and a half. I don't get it. No, uh, I got a, I got a, I got a couple. Got some uh, celebrity and some tycoon, and the uh, purple Cherokee. Did I get that right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. And the, the what was there? Was the red uh, snapper? No, there? I don't think red snapper uh, was that, there. That might have been one of the gowns. Oh, okay. Oh, that would have been cool. Okay, well, it's not too late. And uh, so that's uh, that's so neat. Our, our normal supplier did not have a very good selection. Uh, I mean, the varieties that he he had were fine, but not very many varieties mm. so i got some from another person who actually had heirloom so normally we wouldn't have heirloom this early but uh today we do yeah and there's a there's a good variety like of three, three or four different heirlooms in there, yeah I think. and has anyone else just a sidebar on tomatoes you know how your um when you open up your uh your browser you get these uh, suggested articles sometimes does, does anybody else get those or just me Oh, I get them. Okay. One of them was... I try to ignore them. Okay. Well, one of them was on a brand new purple tomato, and I'm like, what about, you know... What's wrong with the old purple tomato? Yeah, thank you. But Calvin might find this interesting. It's a GMO tomato, which a lot of people are going to go, eh. That means we probably never carry it. Yeah. And it's the purple color. It comes from Snapdragon's. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Did saw you see that, that, too? I saw that. Okay. So that was part of our meeting this morning. Really? No, so, not that, but sort of. So I asked, what, what questions are you all getting? And one of the major questions was, what's the difference between organically grown, certified organic, and GMO? That's a good question. Because we don't carry any GMO. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, we do carry some certified organic, but all of our vegetables are grown organically. Uh, generally, the ones that are certified organic, the seed costs more, the planting service costs more, and you pay more for the plant, and it's not any different than the other guy has. Okay. You're uh, just it, paying for the certification. Yep. Oh, okay, okay. And if I remember correctly, that's a, like a three- or four-year certification. Uh, wow. For them to, to see oh, that. Yeah, for the process. It's a long, lengthy Paperwork-filled process. And in my mind, that's what you're paying for. Yeah. Hmm. Shouldn't be peace of mind. Is it's the same plant. Okay, that's cool. Um, Can I do the purple Cherokee in a container? Um, Big 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 container. Yeah. Hmm. That'd be kind of fun. There. No. What? A big container, though, because they're top-heavy. Oh. All right. Or I was going to add. With a, with a cage. Yeah, and, okay. and we got new cages in. The new cages are here. So we got square ones. Oh. So you know how everybody always plants their tomato and then the cage is the afterthought? Yeah. And by then it's too big to uh, to stick it on without breaking the plant? Yeah. So now I got one that can stick on as an afterthought. Very cool. Because it's got four sides. They clip it around. and. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so you're building it around the tomato. Yeah. 
so yeah the people that don't remember to put the cage in when they first plant it and it's already too late three weeks later that's now, a, now it's not too late that's a good idea cool well, what are those there. called just Squ- ask for the square tape made of okay cage. okay they're also it's and they're, also a good idea for uh, deer protecting those mm-hmm. square squares i like the you can get the pe- the yeah. straight pieces and and we, you use the rubber um, the, uh, the zip ties on them zip ties or, on yeah. them and gosh they're sturdy yeah. and the so the deer can't bend them and we talked about one day while you were doing real work and uh <laughs> <laughs> we we're talking about uh, hog panel right, pants. Right now, my wife would say, when is that? <laughs> oh, ow. Oh, only when you're at home. Uh, protection for the trees. We're talking uh, about Hog paneling is great. Hog pa- and I go, hog panel, hog panel. And, and Milton kind of looked at me and goes, what was that? I, I'll take it a step further. Go ahead and buy the, the hog clips and the pair of pliers to clip them. Uh-huh. You clip. Uh, do you do triangles or do you do squares? Ah, that's what we were talking about. We were talking about how easy triangles are doing. Yep. Uh, saves on mm-hmm. saves on uh, one one extra pair, and it, and it, if you do it correctly, it gives you a really good surface area. So either way you go, if you put uh, what do they call those carabiners? If you do if you don't make one side permanent, and you use carabiners to hold it closed, you can open it up, and you can weed it. Oh. Whereas if you close it in solid, you are just pretty much stuck with looking at all the weeds that are popping up inside. That's interesting. That's a, okay. So then, you, you know what carabiners are? I'm guessing that they, they're kind of... Well, they're kind of the oval shape. Oh, wow. Trapezoid shape. Yeah, here you go. Oh, okay. So they come in different forms, oval and trapezoid. And it's what climbers you put, you, use. You put most, most of the time you use them for your keys. So you don't I, lose I use keys. them for my keys, but yeah. it's, the good ones are what the climbers use to get up those rock walls. Right. right. Okay. I've seen those. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Think of the in- information you can achieve by right, listening to the Yeah, I know. Show. Use that amazing. Mis- use carabiners in a uh, sentence today. Just for, and then call us. Pretty, us a, pretty sure we already yeah. did. Oh, no, you're telling no, them I'm to tell do the it. audience. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's our gardening but, word of the day. Yeah, a day, day. We but, should do that. Let's do that. But I do like. I, I'm so glad you you jumped at the idea with the hog panels because, um, yeah, I find them very easy to use, particularly and, for for deer. And most of them are four foot, so that's yeah. uh, that's a I know it's a nice stand, it from nice movement. standardized format, and you just and you can get a pre cut and just boom, 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 and you're done. Well, and if you, uh, but if you use some of those permanent structures on there, you got yeah. you sometimes have the same problem getting them off. Yeah. That you described for the tomatoes, yeah. getting them on, but but not if one side is yeah. uh, unclipped, and then then they actually, if you didn't cramp on the the little clip too hard, they'll fold up. Yeah. And the 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 difference too is it's might be ten years yeah. versus well, uh, we don't half want a season, that long, but yeah. Um, yeah, I like really, the, really, I like your deer, rebar. Yeah. So your, rebar your deer don't. Uh, Would you leave it on until it had real bark, or okay, you tell me two. <laughs> no, no. What I'm doing is for the radio audience. I'm like until the antlers, they can't get it in between the antlers. Uh, that's where I keep it on. It's long. Interesting. So, so maybe inch and a half, maybe two inches. Well, that's how I keep long. I'd keep it on. Just in the uh, if you don't have. Deer too that get up on the edge. 
Of course, if these are sturdy enough, they don't bend, so that'll keep them off. <laughs> they're not and bending. If you got them, that's one uh, reason I don't like the triangles. Uh, you got to make sure they're well, far enough away that they can't reach. You know, the it's a, they, if they put their little hoofs on, you know, mm. it's a better shot. Okay. Two one zero three zero eight. It's not, it's not <laughs> oh, a simple I, issue. Yeah. Well, two of us got it. Yeah. So the uh, where do you get Caribbeaners? Caribbean. Carabiners. <laughs> uh, for the keys, you can get them just about anywhere. Yeah, I know. Okay. So they come in lovely green, purple, so gold. The good ones you got to go to yeah. some place that sells hiking or oh, R E I. Okay. Just to name one. Just to name one. Okay. There's, there's multiple places. Maybe even a place that sells boat supplies. We probably have a really Ooh, good yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. All right. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call and tell us what's going on. We're going to tell you more about uh, what's going on here at the nursery at Mill Burgers. It's 1604 on Boulevardy Road because we've noticed there's a lot of something right in front of us that you may be interested in, too. We'll tell you more about that right after the break on 930 AM, The Answer. I tell you it's a wide open There's a little bit of everything. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer don't forget we're going to talk about in just a second about Valentine's Day is uh, just uh, it's it's coming up. It's going to be here before you know it on Wednesday. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, so I got to get my plan yeah, on Thursday, Thursday right? Wednesday. What's that? We're, we're also open on Thursday for those who forget <laughs> to get Wednesday. And yeah. I'll, I'll probably be that guy. Um, but Prusky's Market, too. Uh, Edmund, you'd like this. I don't think you heard him last. So were you here when he was talking last week? I, He's I got the, once, the, yeah. the heart-shaped <laughs> ribeyes uh, over there at Prusky's. And I went there uh, early this week to uh, to visit and do some stuff and uh uh, it's uh, it was hopping. Uh, if you're looking for great meats, high quality meats. If you're looking for great service, uh, terrific rubs and stuff that you won't find anyplace else. Uh, Prusky's Market is the place to go there on Highway 87. Uh, and again, there's so much going on there. Uh, the Anta meats, which are the natural meats, which uh, have the no growth hormones and no antibiotics. If you're looking for sausage, uh, there's duck. Uh, there's chicken. And, again, you'll notice the difference in taste, too. Uh, so um, head on over to Prusky's Market. Go to the website now where you'll see the heart-shaped ribeye right there in the cover. Uh, it's Prusky'sMeatMarket.com, Prusky'sMeatMarket.com. And uh, uh, you can uh, find them in Atkins, Texas, on Highway 87, between 410 and I-10. Uh, did I get that? Oh, no, it's 1604, no, 410 and 1604. And which uh, way do you turn for which one? Which, uh, if you're on 410, you turn left and go inside. That, and you if go. you're on 1604, you, you turn, turn right. Well, it depends on which way you're going, too. Okay. So, yeah, you go inside. Inside. Yeah. All right. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. You know, chocolate-covered strawberries make a great gift, but you got to start somewhere. You got to start with strawberries. So hey, anything you do, we came in. Where it all came in. What? No. Strawberries. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> timing is everything, guys. No, timing sorry, I didn't three, know. Three or four varieties out there. Yeah, talk about them a little bit. Uh, they're in the four and a half inch. I learned that. We've got four and a half inch, and we've got some four inch. Oh, okay. Um, so strawberries re- normally are planted in the fall, but you can virtually never find them then. Uh, so I booked these to come in. 
so I ensured to get some strawberries. So they'll still get great production. Uh, not as good as if they had planted in the fall, but mm-hmm. they will still uh, earn their keep. Okay. Uh, the varieties? Um, Can't remember. Okay. Um, and then you recommend container growing because you can acidify the soil? Uh, that's what I would do. Okay. So it doesn't, doesn't have to be a strawberry pot. It could be like the whiskey barrel that uh, Calvin loves or uh, any pot for that yeah. matter. Think poteet. Think poteet. So, Sand? You, when, yeah, when you drive into Poteet, you have all this lovely colored, orange colored, red colored sand. Orange colored sand. Yeah. I should move to Poteet. Yeah. Uh, okay. In fact, in the business, we call that. We call it Poteet sand. Okay. So, so when we have that colored sand. Poteet so, think sand. of that. and uh, It's Longhorn sand. It's what yeah. it is. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. So, that, that's the type of... Uh, Makes Why do I think? Uh, what, what other school do we need to offend? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Sorry. Mark has a school. So yeah. Oh, that's true. What, what so school I, I, issue? Oh, I know now. Yeah. Now we got to. You can offend a green and white one and a maize and blue one, and it, any any one will be acceptable. Okay. So focus, focus on yeah. the on the poteet sand. That's yeah. and why you should. So, so that that should be one of the, the the color of the mix, and you can use different different. Uh, they actually have a poteet sand or a rose mix. Um, so and, what uh, we've got would be the uh, that purple bag, mm-hmm. the Zale camellia potting soil that we've got. So okay. that so that was the O, and that was link. Oh, okay, throwing it to trace. Yeah, I, I could because I couldn't remember. The I color. got another idea for Priskies while I were at it. Oh, what's that? So when you butterfly a pork chop, doesn't it look? Does it not necessarily look like a butterfly. It could look like a heart, right? Oh, okay. Maybe Edmund's listening. He listens to the show. So Edmund, there you go. So for next Valentine's, it's but still time. Well, yeah, he could cut them up now. Yeah. All right. We're we're throwing ideas. Wait at a you. minute. What? You mean you're going to attack my butterflies? The no. shape of my butterflies? No, we're just going to make. I liked it better when it was star shaped. Heart-shaped uh, pork chops. Okay. Right? That's, That's where Trace was, was going. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then you mentioned for the uh, strawberries, um, uh, uh, hanging baskets. Oh, yeah. And okay. In fact, later on in the year, we'll actually have them in hanging baskets. So I'm going to take a container, uh, uh, like the whiskey barrel or something, and I'm going to get, let's see, the the uh, purple, purple bag. Purple bag. We'll, I'll get you the name of that for tomorrow. Uh, and um, Osmocote, something in the container with them? I think Osmocote would be wonderful. Okay. Because of the time period, is it is Osmocote slow release? Yeah. Yes. So does it need to be a quicker release, like a, like a miracle grow? I think Osmocote's just fine for I, the average person. I, I think it would be, the timing would be just perfect for that growing that plant in that pot. Okay. I even like Osmocote for t- tomatoes. Yeah. I know. I bought a bunch of it. Oh, from last. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it seems to work. That's. Uh, well, I know six six to nine weeks, six to twelve weeks, just perfect. So Sandy procrastinated on getting on the list, and so she was like, "You mean I don't get a free tomato plant?" <laughs> I said, "Well, if nobody, if somebody doesn't show up, you do." But, yeah. Uh, she'll be, she'll be like, telling people. 
as they walk in. Are you here for the tomato class? It's oh, across the street. Yeah, it is. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did, I, did if, I just pull something out? No. Sorry, okay. if, if it's not there, just wait. It'll okay. happen. Yeah, I'm, then she'll just sneak I'm, in. I was laughing. I didn't want to laugh into the. All right. 210 308 8867. What are something else that people give? Valentine's Day that you also have here? Orchids. Oh, yeah. I was going for roses, but orchids are great. So. I, I was listening to David this morning and, oh. and well, I, I kind of liked it. Okay. So, he, he recommended not cut flowers mm-hmm. because they die in a week. Right. So, he recommended, uh, well, two things he recommended. Rose bush, which we've got Belinda's tree. Yeah, that's where I was. Grandma's yellow and uh, a couple other types Mrs. of Mrs. Dudley's cross. Uh, I looked at I've it. I've got a few rose patio trees uh, running around. Um, and he also mentioned geraniums. So geraniums like a, Fanta- a good one. Fantasia hanging, geranium hanging basket. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good ooh. idea. I'm a big geranium fan. I love geraniums. Are those the geraniums right over there? Yeah. Fantastic. Right. Yeah. Yep. Fantasia. Fantasia. So I, I like the darker ones, but uh, the pink ones. And do you have a, a swirl? Or do you, is that part I, of you? I do, but not in a Fantasia group. Oh, okay. Uh, there's an ivy geranium over there that has a, a pink and white swirly in it. Those, those are really popular as well. Yeah, the Fantasia was... Milton, do you know what an ivy geranium is? Um, why do I think I maybe saw one at the Botanical Garden? Because you probably did. Okay. Is so, it is it a trailing? And it trails. So okay. when you're going up in a basket, an ivy geranium, you get to see the color. Whereas a regular geranium, you kind of got to stand on your tiptoes right. to see the color. Uh, yeah. Very cool. So we got them. We have a few. Okay. I think uh, four different flavors. But that's is that Fantasia also? No, no, no I didn't think no. so. Okay, uh, but so that's they, a, they won't hold up to heat quite as well. But they do make a, an yeah. excellent Valentine's. I was going to say. Uh, Let's remind uh, everybody wh- wh- why, why Fantasia yeah. is so. I was just going to go there, Calvin. Will you remind everybody why Fantasia yeah. is so? Uh, well, the, 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 I had it on the patio, and uh, the normal thing is when the weather breaks, to the, the warmer. Mm-hmm. You move it into the, as much shade as you can get it, and it lasts a little. Uh, not the other uh, yeah. geraniums last. This Fantasia just uh, just keeps lasting and performing mm-hmm. right right into the summer. If the summer is mild, it'll make it all the way through the summer. If it's not mild, you still. Uh, Sandy kept two them. alive all the way to the last freeze, and she forgot to. Move. Oh wow! Yeah. I forgot to That's move a them shame. In. So and I got told today I have to buy two. Okay. And then uh, and she wants a tomato. Please. They'll come back next year. Yeah, yeah. During that mild summer, if you can get it through the, if you can get through any freezes, that's true. Yeah, that yeah. Would come back. well, which would have been nice too, because now it would have if if it had just been, it would have been doing well during this part, right? Yes. Okay. They love it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I remember uh, uh, Paul would Paul Cox would talk about. The challenges, I mean, and, and it was, and Paul was kind of a good gardener. Oh, <laughs> but uh, he would talk about the challenges He's of a better trying teacher to, than a gardener. Oh, okay. I, I know the feeling <laughs> over uh, over summer, the geraniums and the, the the work that went into it and shade and you got to do and it's like, and then a, a few years later the Fantasias came out and it was like, okay, no big deal. Yeah. Which is great. Uh, uh, a similar plan is a lissum, and 
What is the stream? What is the the heat tolerant, Alyssa? Uh, white white stream. White stream. White stream. It doesn't it doesn't last as long as the Fantasia uh, into the summer. But Smells well, a little when, better too. When, but, we, when we had that when we had that one variety, we put it in a whiskey barrel and it took the sun all summer long. Yeah, smelled well. Smelled yeah, good see, too. I love Alyssa. I love the different colors that you can get with Alyssa. I don't know about the uh, summer stream if it is in different colors. What it, the, it, it the, is, but they're not necessarily as 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 strong. Right. Okay. The white one is uh, supreme. Hey. Hey. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. So we've mentioned orchids, uh, roses. Uh, what are some other? And then uh, geraniums. And yep. did, we, did we cover orchids? I think we did, didn't we? Or did uh, we not talk about them? No, no. Philanopsis orchids. Yeah. So their uh, moth orchid would be a nickname for it. Oh, okay. And out of the, everybody always thinks orchids are hard. Uh, yeah. And some are, mm-hmm. but this is easy anybody can do it yeah it's you find a you find a window where they're not in direct light and uh, uh we we had bright, great bright luck with indirect a, light we always yeah. like say that so we had a southern southern exposure and uh in the kitchen window and, and it was just a way a ways mm-hmm. away from the window and those things would uh moist, bloom every yeah. year and moist but not wet yeah and uh, and and the 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 root ma- material because it doesn't really need soil. Uh, media can be anything. Wow, we like chopped spag or chopped bark and sphagnum. You remember how fussy we were at the beginning about what kind of soil? Well, yeah, we we're learning was. after a while. Yeah, then we got lazy. And then, uh, then all of the, all of these seemed to work. It didn't matter what. I knew an old Franciscan monk. No no pun intended. But yeah. uh, we grow them in lava rock. Hmm. So yeah. they're, they're not particular. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it was like, yeah, we'd like try to be really exact and initially. And you're talking 40 years ago. And, and yeah, after a while, we just I think go, we yeah. even had specifications of the size of the particles yeah. and everything, which was amazing because now we're not, you know, yeah, whatever you got, that'll grow. They'll grow. <laughs> just so you can, they don't stay soggy and yeah. you, can, you can water them. And we've got them. We yes. do, yes, I and mean, that's good. I mean, that's uh, pat what on the back of Peter because uh, I think last year uh, was hard to get them. them. Yeah, I saw them, but I don't. I didn't pay attention. Yeah, the there's, re- there's the about re- forty or fifty in there, but that's yeah. all. I Lots remember. of colors. I, I don't remember. Yeah, there's still there was still an effect from the the freeze, so that's why last year we had a little problem. There was oh, so okay. there, was, there was a delay time. Okay, so now we got lots of them. Good. So right. some new things we got in. I don't so, know if they really qualify as Valentine's. Okay. Sorry. No, I was going to uh, say, plus I can get them at 10% off. Oh, you can. Yes. yes. Everything. Yes. Thank Almost. You. Almost everything. Um, so we got asparagus in. Ooh. And we got <laughs> potatoes in. Hey, all finally, right. Finally here. Finally, cool. finally here. And we've been talking about potatoes uh, for a couple of weeks now. And so that's and that'll, that'll be one of the topics, too, at the... Uh, Programs that potting up tomato programs. Yeah, you're also going to talk about potatoes. Yeah, we got We got to. Would that be bring up everything potato? that's uh, tomato tomato appropriate in a vegetable gardening right now? Hey, let's help Donna real quick. She's got a problem with her mountain laurel. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Donna, you're on the air. What's going on? Good morning. Good hey, morning. Hey, my mountain laurel is losing a lot of leaves right now. And I was just wondering if that was from the freeze we had earlier. 
I hope. It could have been. It's however. Not, it could be from all the rain. It yeah. Could be, yeah. That's oh. what I said. However. Yeah, it could be that. Could, could Multiple be, reasons for could that. Could be under stress because it's about to go into bloom, maybe. Tell, tell us a little bit about where the your location of that. Uh, north of San Antonio, about 10 miles. Okay, and and is it under a big tree, or is it is it no. near home, or is it south facing, it's, or what? It's north facing, um, in a planter area, but uh-huh. not, you know, underneath anything. Any chance it's getting too much rain, and I mean too much water in that planter? Well, it could have been at some point. Any chance that you added mulch to the top of the planter and maybe went up on the bark of the tree? Not at all. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it would it would north facing is not the best facing. It, it would like to have southern or western facing. It likes a lot of sun. So okay. I do wonder about the as Calvin mentioned the amount of water we had. We had uh, three times the amount three three and a half times the amount of water that we normally have in January. Uh, normally we're two inches and we had close to seven. So um, uh, that easy. might be a little bit bit of a problem. And it's easy for a container that has had three years of drought, uh, where you know, to to have a not not have a great uh, a root system uh, movement. Yeah, of the oh, water right. through there. Oh, okay. The 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 classic symptom of too little water is leaves falling off. The classic symptom of too much water is the leaves are falling off. So, oh, interesting. Okay. So, so, okay. Uh, so it's planted in the ground, and it's been in the ground for probably 25 years. Okay. Eh, yeah, it's still, you know, the most reasonable explanation would be, yeah, it's just getting a little little water. Maybe drainage is coming into that bed. Uh, could there be an age thing involved? It could be. Uh, you're reaching the maximum lifetime of, of mountain laurel, so somewhere between 25 and 35 years. So if you get some suckers coming up from the ground, uh, don't cut them off to clean the trunk. I would uh, I would keep some, some of those because that could be your future tree. Okay. Okay. Well, it's a pretty big specimen tree, so I, I hope it's not yeah. on its way out yet. Yeah. Bottom line, so this time of the year where you may be losing some leaves and you and just before it starts blooming, and it blooms, and then it will put on some new growth uh, okay. uh, as it's blooming, and so you you may see some new leaves. I tell, okay, I, I don't quite understand the, the. Is it in a container or in the soil? In a no, it's in bed. the ground. Oh, it's okay. in the ground. Yeah, but you know when we had that snow three years ago and it um, was cold for so long. It did the same thing, and it actually lost every single leaf it had, and then it all came back. Right. Yeah, that, so that, that might have be, been a, yeah. Uh, so drainage too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good luck. They are okay, tough. Well, thank you. But, so yeah, much. I was gonna say. Thank yeah, you. they I are tough. That's what I they thought. Are. I had always heard you couldn't kill one, so yeah. we'll hope that this one well. heard the word. I've well, seen it happen. Yeah, yeah. The, the greatest pest uh, is the one that walks on two legs lots of times okay. for these native spans. So um, just have heart. And okay. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Good luck. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you. 
You're well, welcome. Well, if you've got pests with more than two legs around the house, then Spider-Man Pest Control can help you get rid of those. If there's four-legged pests running around in your attic... That's called a segue. No. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah, Did you like that? Yeah. Uh, if you've got... How many how many legs do roaches have? Are they six? Yeah. Six? Yes. Uh, ants, how many do they have? Six? Six. Okay. If you've got six-legged pests running around... We need Warren to help us with these numbers, although you're doing very good. Uh, six-legged pests running around the house, from roaches to rats. If you've got from ants to zebra moths. All right. Uh, Spider-Man Pest Control has been doing this since 1976. The cool thing about them, you talk to folks that use Spider-Man, they will tell you how much I love working with Warren and his family and the people over there at Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Uh, the businesses, too, if you're a commercial uh, and you're uh, really frustrated with the pest control company you have right now, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control Company can help you. They look at the problem holistically. They're not just spraying and praying. They are going up and trying to solve the entire thing, treating and solving not the symptom, but the problem. Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. And 210 210- Six five six thirty seven twenty one two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. All righty, we'll take a break and come back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on nine thirty a.m. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on nine thirty a.m. The answer. We're here at Millburgers at sixteen zero four and Boulevardy Road and. Uh, uh, it's a nice day. We've got folks out here shopping with us. Uh, Mark is helping a customer uh, right now, so you won't hear. Oh, look, and uh, uh, we've got a couple geraniums that are finding a home. Cappy's helping them to uh, find a home. And uh, so uh, lots of great stuff going on here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Come on out. Uh, we're open. The uh, There's plenty of parking uh, even though uh, the main lot is uh, being paved, but plenty of parking, so don't worry about that. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Some colors starting to come out, too, with the lantanas, and I'm watching a lot of the butterflies on the lantanas, yeah, too. Yeah, it is amazing. And we'll wait. We'll talk about your article at 1 o'clock at the top of the hour because I want... To devote a lot of time to it because I think uh, it'll deserve it. But what is your just? What is the the gist of your article? So what will what will we be talking about at one o'clock? We will be talking about uh, variety recommended varieties of shade trees mm-hmm. and uh, some of the some of the characteristics uh, for people that are looking for something a little different. And uh, you know, people that are afraid of oak wilt, people that are uh, want fast growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, small leaves, uh, evergreen, lots, yeah, of, cho- lots of different choices. So, and, and so uh, the, the title on it is very apropos to what you had on there. Sh- shade trees to beat the South Texas heat right. or drought. Is, you know. yeah, so, so that's why it was real, real important. Well, I'd like to see it. I complimented Calvin on it. Yeah, I, I want to give, give us plenty of time to talk about it and plenty of time for people to call in. Uh, this may prompt some questions, so 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Um, let's see, what else is happening uh, right now? Other Valentine's uh, ideas? Uh, so I was, at, I was out, out in the audience there uh, yeah. uh, 
among the plants, answering some questions on that. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, we've got a lot of different cool season plants ready to go. And we had some geraniums, and we're talking to uh, people with pansies and mm-hmm. violas mm-hmm. and uh, snapdragons because we kind of like hold off did on the snapdragons in the Where did you see the snaps? Uh, uh, um, yellow? T- yeah, yeah. So there's uh, yellow and orange. I favor the the orange color, but they 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 have a little delay during the hot, uh, the the depth of the of the winter. I call and it then a, the, a pause. The pause is is an excellent way to describe it. And so when we get uh, uh, February and March, then you start getting the, the snapdragons again growing. Yeah. Uh, and and there's different sizes, different colors. Uh, it's really good. I, I love snapdragons in the that's spring. That's not the short uh, the cyclamen either there's uh, we still got a, a display of them with uh, br- mm-hmm. the bright colors mine at home are doing uh, great now yeah. recovered very uh, very strongly from the freezes and uh, along with the uh, uh, or uh, primula what, what is it? primrose uh, Trace calls them primrose. Mm-hmm. I call them primula. Do you need to keep helping that customer? That's no, okay. No, the, the, actually, that customer was looking for primula early. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, but look look at that. She got a lot of snapdragons. She yeah. pretty much cleared out the uh-huh. snapdragons. What is this? Uh, I mean, is this something now that we're supposed to start doing is kissing the customers like that? We're... Uh, it, it, we're French. We do that. <laughs> or in, in the Netherlands, we do the three kisses. I don't kiss. mind that, right? In the Netherlands, of, we do the three kisses. I'm kind of into kissing. Yeah. Uh, oh, dear. Anyhow, do we want to uh, change mm-hmm. the subject. Sure we do. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, please. But looking at the other colors. All right. So that was a gift card for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, oh. And she and filled up. Is she the, she's the one also got us the Whataburgers, huh? She did get us water. Oh, that was months. wonderful. Yeah. I mm-hmm. will kiss her. Yeah. Oh, dear. Run. <laughs> Run. <laughs> was, uh, was that? That was a holiday day uh, treat, yeah. too. Yeah. So, well, we were, in, we were inside. Yeah. And uh, um, it was. It I think was Calvin was whining we about it. Tears. Well, it was cold and wet, and we were talking, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, all of a sudden, we see these water burgers. Whataburger yeah. meals for each one of us. Yeah, they were, they were great. Uh, ball bean is out here blooming up the storm too. Yeah, and oh, is, that that is, is that the yellow? Oh yeah, they're yeah, the orangeish. The, we have both. We have yeah. both the yellow and the orange. That's pretty. Um, Will that spread? No, uh, that was a. Uh, we use that one quite often. I purchased that one for the saws events quite often. Mm. Uh, now it will grow wider. But it, it will not spread. It grows wider from the base. Uh, it kind of kind of spreads that way. But that's a member of the aloe family. And the deer deer, deer don't seem to eat the, it. The, uh, they might eat the flowers, but they don't eat the the, the leaves on it because it is in the aloe family. So it's pretty much deer resistant. But yeah, they they do occasionally do the flowers. Uh, kind of proves that. And then uh, of course you mentioned the. Uh, the lantanas, the uh, spreading the lavender and the the white version of the lantanas. This is the perfect pretty time hard to beat right there. Yeah, this is the perfect time of year for those. What does he have? Are those the roses, the drift roses? Yeah, it says drift on the thing. Those are cool. Uh, you want to ten percent off? Ten per- What? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Um, Everything that 
usually not available. Mm-hmm. We'll have 10% off. That's right. You want to talk about the Drift Roses a second, too? That Sure. That's, uh, so years ago, everybody started putting uh, knockouts on their uh, landscape architect drawings. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's taken a major swing to go Drift Roses now because the, the knockouts had a few issues in other places, not so much here. Uh so drifts have, t- um, I can't say taken over the market because it's probably 50-50 now. Hmm. But uh, a lot more of them, uh, better color selections. Oh, now than, than before? Right. Oh, then knockout, okay. Yeah. I saw red, pink, and white. He had those. In the old, uh, in the old days, I liked, uh, they, they had white. Snowdrift was one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now they call it popcorn. Mm-hmm. There's white oh. with a little yellow in there. Oh. Okay. That's, yeah, it was pretty, it was, couldn't have been more than... Eight inches tall, maybe a little taller. Well, they get several feet, but uh, oh, they do get several feet tall. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you just but hit. they're still they're, they're still, still they're com- short compared to everything else. They grow okay. out. They grow out more than they grow up. How about that? So they will spread to to an extent. Not okay. like not like the old carpet roses, but those didn't really live. Oh, okay. Long periods of time. Okay, uh, and those are by the way ten percent off. We just mentioned during the big game sale. Uh, the big game sale actually goes beyond uh, the big game. It does. It goes through, through Monday. Monday. Yeah. And you can learn more about it at MillburgerNursery.com. Trace and his staff, don't, uh, I was going to say don't care who wins, but that's not true. They just are, are not prejudiced by who until, wins. Until UT plays in the <laughs> game, I don't really care who wins. I don't so, in other words, yeah. never? Never, Yeah. yeah. Mark used to be cheering for a team, but I can't. He yeah, didn't. Uh, well, I'm very man. much like Trace. As long as the Detroit Lions uh, are not in it, then then I'm kind of eh, man. Now, now I do have more hope. In the past, I had no hope whatsoever. Oh, in fact, I was minus hope. So you would uh, say maybe next year, but maybe next year, but without really meaning yeah, it. Yes. But this year you have a little hope. Maybe yeah, next year. I, yeah, I have a little bit more hope. Okay. So guess what's coming? What's coming? Do you remember a while back we started talking about the uh, dwarf Texas sage? Mm-hmm. So I got a new sales rep, and he located them for me. So wow. Theoretically, theoretically, they'll be in this next week. Oh, Are, it's a new sales rep. Is it a new nursery, or is it the same nursery? So it's a sales rep that used to be with other nurseries okay. that is now working for them because so they, they had no sales rep. Until oh, okay. Him. So oh, okay. we're calling a microburst. Correct. Okay. Okay. The, the name uh, has not changed. And there are a few that San Antonio Rose coming, as well as some of the yuccas. Yes. Very beautiful yuccas. Yeah. Taking my example of the tomatoes, that would be a good one to call. And just say, hey, will you put me on the list and call me when they when they come in this week? Sure. It's and it's kind of a nice reminder too. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go get those. Okay, when can I get? Now I know they're in, and um, they told me the price of everything, and so this would be good. So that's two one zero. How is four nine seven? Hold on. Compare when Milton is on the list for his t- uh, requesting two tomatoes. I didn't and, tell uh, him the number. My, my class is on the list for <laughs> requesting eighty. Tomatoes. I don't understand. Well, I, I think he's referring to the rodeo tomato. Oh. So the first hoop I have to jump through is getting the rodeo tomato. Correct. Right. Then we can talk about divvying. Yeah. Div- divvying. Divvying. Yes. Oh, okay. But, but I, I thought, I got, did he just re- release the name of it? No. Divvying? No. Okay. No, we'll ha- uh, no more hints. Okay. The good, the good I think I could take you, Milton. It'll be a cage match. 
I think I take it. On who gets the, the rodeo uh, tomatoes. Oh, yeah. I, th- I thought it was a That's what Trace was talking about, divvying up. I know? thought it was a tomato cage match. Yeah, it is. Uh, all right. So the number to call for the nursery is 210-497-3760. That's at millburgernursery.com, too. You'll find it. But, yeah, you could say, hey, call me when uh, we uh, get the... Um, when it comes in this week, and like I said, it's a nice reminder to to head on over here, and that would be for the uh, uh, dwarf Sanisa. Yes. Mic- okay. Microburst or, right. or San Antonio Rose. Back in a moment mm-hmm. on the answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas, live from Milberger's Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 in Bolverde Road. Come out to visit or call us at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. And now back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer, 210308 8867, that's the number to call or be a part of the show at uh, 1604 Bull Road at Millburgers, and uh, we'll be happy to answer your questions. Nice little crowd out here today, all having a nice time running around. Uh, I've seen the drift roses, the geraniums, all of them, and uh, they won't see the, well, they've got the strawberries there. The rest of the veggies, I guess, are there too. Uh, tomatoes are in the greenhouse. Tomatoes are in the greenhouse and gallons and yep. four inch and four and a half uh, inch. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait a, uh, just a quick note on uh, blue bonnets. We still have blue bonnets? We have a few. Oh, okay. Where are they? Uh, uh, the edge. Okay. Super packs is white. Uh, the blue is somewhere else. I can't remember where they put it. So. Okay. All right. 210-308-8867. But I promise we were going to talk about Calvin's article. Uh, today did in, you did you like that one? Yeah, yeah, they're right over there. Yeah, yes. everybody can see that. If yeah. you didn't, that's, Mark was pointing to the left of your radio. Just yeah. past the dance floor. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just past the dance floor. So what that? Uh, so if anybody's come in in the last week, they'll understand. If you haven't, and you show up today, we look a little different. So uh, we're not using our front, our our inside front parking lot because we got new asphalt poured. And we got to stay off of it for 7 to 14 days. Mm-hmm. We can walk oh, on it. We can't drive on it. So uh, we wait for it to cure. So we got the, the front side gate open with cans uh, can so you can't uh, drive in. So you're welcome to walk in from there. Or you can pull around to the back parking lot, mm-hmm. which is where we created our uh, drive through ish for grass and soils. Okay. Yeah, it, it's it's... A small inconvenience. It is not even noticeable. Everything's right. still here. It's yeah. just in a different format. Uh, we've got a little more rearranging to do because on Monday they're coming and fin- finishing off the rest of it. Okay. That'll be fun. Is that, that the dance floor they're going to finish that's off? That's half the dance floor. we still got to move That'll these nice. seven tables. And uh, we didn't want to do it till tomorrow. But uh, so we'll... We'll be uh, oh, we'll be back in black. I guess yeah. will be the, oh, okay. the, the terminology yeah, we have to use. Small moisture event probability tomorrow. So oh, we have to factor that in. Okay, small moisture event rain. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I knew. Okay, but not Monday. So that means they can do what so they got to do on Monday. Yeah. And theoretically, we'll be able to put everything back on this side by Wednesday or Thursday. And then maybe by next 
Uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, we might open up the parking lot for people to drive on. Oh, good. Okay, but again, well, it's it's not a not a big deal. Y'all are handling it very very well. Uh, yeah, I want to express appreciation for uh, Trace's staff too. When we uh, had the uh, program scheduled for the butterfly and uh, um, milkweed, and of course we were scheduled outside. We had a large a large crowd. And it was raining, and of course they, they predicted that the rain would end. And we kind of passed that time, passed that time, so made a decision. Okay, if it doesn't stop raining in a half hour, we're going to move to the greenhouse. And I said, "Oh man, that won't work. The greenhouse is so stuff." But <laughs> Trace's staff. The next thing I knew, the. Uh, had the greenhouse all set up as a, uh, a studio, and we had room for every right. single person, and every single person filled filled those, the uh, staff uh, up. And I think they enjoyed it. I think they could hear me, uh, and it worked. It worked very well. In the in the defense of the meteorological society, it did end. It, it, it did. stopped raining. It did. At the exact yeah. same moment, they started making the move. Yep. But we were committed already. Yeah, yeah and there was—I I have to admit—there were some uh, anonymous kind of that darn mother nature uh, statements, oh. grumbling. Yeah, because oh. everybody had the wailing and gnashing of teeth. I got you. Okay. But anyhow, that—that that, that is uh, uh, just uh, just part of this major effort here on the uh, re-doing re, uh, the uh, asphalt. Uh, it's just consistent with that that kind of a performance. Are beard feeders ten percent off? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm just asking. He's yeah. got a big old pot there. He's <laughs> bird he's food would on. be too, but I think we only have the sunflower oh, seed, okay. sunflower oil seed thing. In there. Okay. What, what do you think is on Milton's uh, mind? The ten percent. Huh? I know. I like it. Okay. Right. We were excellent. Talk, excellent we, we, gift. We we're going to talk. Uh huh. Just, we we're just saying. Talk he's, about Calvin. Swiftly article. coming up with answers. Uh huh. Tailor made just for this. Uh, uh, okay. Swift response. Uh huh. I think he got it that time. Yeah. All right. So let's talk. What is Calvin's article in the paper today? All right. Uh, Calvin, Calvin, you want to tell us or you want to let somebody else tell us? Oh, Mark, I'm sorry. Okay. okay. I have it right here in my hot little hands. Okay. Uh, Calvin had told me uh, last week that it was coming, so I was eagerly looking forward to it. But he has. Uh, Best shade trees to beat the San Antonio heat. And by heat, also, we mean drought. So um, I really was looking forward to this. So uh, how many do we have on here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight different species that uh, that you can grow. Now, these are shade trees. So uh, Next week, we've got, uh, we got small and medium Small trees. and medium trees. Well, we'll look forward to that as well. And uh, a different... Ver- different characteristics and uh, some of these have fruiting value and aqua mm. the birds seem to love the aqua so uh, proper placement is very important okay because the birds yes love the fruit mm-hmm. now, love time, the fruit last time we checked don't we put it over your driveway i think is what he's saying yeah, yeah. so you have fruit and you're gonna have the leftover fruit. Fruit poop. Fruit Stick, poop yeah. Sticky mm-hmm. berries is what they... 
You'll have to swiftly wash your car. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can, I can, I can only now. do two Taylor Swift <laughs> puns. I can't think of any more. Uh, okay, uh, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. no. So that's one I uh, really like. because That's an aqua. Okay. And well, are we an doing aqua. this alphabetically? No. Okay. No, just an aqua. Is, uh, it's one of the eight here that uh, has so many unique characteristics. It is slightly uh, uh, sensitive to cold, but... Uh, uh, it, normally, you would not grow it up in Austin area. Oh, okay. But, uh, so, does that tree have a nickname? Uh, what, Sand- the German one? Sandpaper. Sandpaper uh, say, tree. Sandpaper. Aggie toilet paper is what we use. Oh, oh, I like that. You like that better? Yeah, I do. <laughs> you need to put that in the ad. <laughs> if you ever put them on sale. <laughs> they're, they're on sale. They're only on sale once a year, yeah. Milton. Yeah. And I, actually, I'm not even sure I have any. I have to go look. Okay. Now, now that we've mentioned it, I have to go look. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had it a few weeks ago. Well, but I don't know. yeah, well, it's a crime of being a retail facility. But yeah. I know you yeah, have something I'm one day and to not sell the next. Stuff. If you just, yeah, I, I gotta go. Yeah, but I don't want them to come all the way here if I don't got it. I'd rather them call the wish list and we call well, them back. Well, you also, I know you have uh, my favorite one, a chinkapin oak. We do, yeah, and in different sizes. You bet. Yeah, so that's that's one. I the reason I like chinkapin oak is I've never seen it. Die of uh, drought or overwatering, or uh, any any pest, and I have seen it die from cottonroot rot on the east side of the county. So have, I recommend. Have you seen bur- the, bur- oak there and chinkapin everywhere yep. else? Uh, have you seen the sixty-inch box chinkapin oak that we've got in the back? No, that's nice. Is a eight nine-inch caliper, and it's probably well-developed canopy. Nicely it's shaped. Pretty, pretty good, yeah. yeah. So I'll have to take a look at that. It's right by the fuel tank. Okay. Well, well no, I took it back. It was by the fuel tank. He moved it to, well, it's still by the fuel tank. Okay. Talk, uh, for my benefit, talk about Schumard Oak versus Texas uh, Red Oak. Yes, and so always always a matter of debate. I don't always know. Do we, do we have Schumard or do we just use te- uh, Texas Red Oak? I, I so just, when the, when I the supplier both. specifies, we specify. Right. When the supplier doesn't, we have to look at the leaves once they leaf out. Right. So, so uh, yeah, and acorns, that's how um, the, the botanists do it. But uh, generally, we think Schumard is, is further east. And so sometimes that, that group of trees doesn't always like our soil. Uh, particularly in new houses, we tend to have higher higher pH uh, on new houses. Uh, the Texas red oak is is more tolerant to alkaline soil. Uh, yeah, and it's what, what and, a fast growing, uh, nice looking yeah. tree. And and you know, it tends to be multi trunk. Tends to be rules of thumb, rule our general. Um, but the, the fall, Texas red oak tends to be multi trunk. Any fall color difference? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I like the Texas red. Oak. I'm sorry. <laughs> did, I, did, I, did I just? Snort? I thought I knew I'm the sorry. answer to this. Yeah. The Texas red oak has, to me, has better red fall color, but the uh, it's pretty close. But they're also pretty independent in terms of. I've got uh, two Texas red oaks that look almost the same. One's in the front, and one's the back, and the, when they drop their leaves and the color of the leaves are do- different every year. And you and it's hard to predict which one's going to be. Yeah, or different at times of the year. Yeah. So, uh, like in November, you may have one turning first week of November, one turning second week, or third week of December, or uh, November. But they, they yeah. the thing they always do is, uh, is grow fast and uh, 
deal successfully with right. the, with the drought uh, and the heat. That uh, um, so when we say yeah. fast, what are we comparing that to? I, li- Texas to live oak is the okay. one I always. All right. All right. So generally, what we say is, if you can't get a foot and a half a year, you're doing something wrong. Oh, and that includes live oaks. Uh, you can get live oaks to grow quite fast uh, with the proper amount of moisture, proper amount of fertilization at the at the certain time of year. So both the amount and seasonal, you can get a, you can get one growing quite fast. And even if there's not a lot of soil, even if there's not a lot of soil, because if it's a native tree, it has adapted already to limited amount of soil. So, uh, and then you just you just make sure that you apply the water and the nutrients at the correct place, correct place and time. Okay. So, did we mention all the ones Calvin mentioned? Or? No, we did. The two of my favorites. Oh, okay. Do you talk about Monterey Oak? Yeah. So the so if we want to talk about the fastest growing tree with the least amount of problems. We mm-hmm. call that Monterey Oak or Mexican Live Oak or Mexican White Oak. All right. AKA, also known as. Uh, that's an excellent species. It will grow taller than Live Oak eventually, uh, but not as wide. So it has more of an oval crown. And I mentioned those two in the same breath because those are both semi evergreen. So the one loses its leaves at the end of the month. Although if you look around town, they're losing it, losing their leaves right now. Oh, uh, but in general, we always say at the end of February, and then March. I mean, sorry, live oaks always lose their leaves somewhere in the middle of March. So. But live oaks have not lost their leaves yet. And oh no, yet, they well, are. They're, oh, they are. They're, they're dropping. Uh, so saying everything oh. appears to be. Sooner so than normal. What do the live oaks know that we don't know? Yeah, I don't does, know. Does it tell us it's winter's over? I'm hoping. I live, would, live oaks have pretty much got a mind of their own. Here's a, here's Ooh, a thought. Somebody's bitter. Here's a thought. <laughs> I was I was discussing this with somebody. We, you know, up north has what a gopher, groundhog, groundhog. Right. We need to have an Weasel. armadillo. Ar- let's see. Uh, yeah. So. Arnie, the armadillo, comes up at about the same time of year and decides whether or not we'll have a longer. Okay, you work on that. I'll, I'll be working on that, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, yes, uh, Phil. Uh, Isn't there a disease that they carry? I don't know if we want to stop. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's Some a myth or. Do they really call it I, leprosy, I think? I, no, 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 Hansen's disease. Oh, what is it? Hansen's disease. Oh, okay. What is Hansen's disease? Leprosy. Oh, okay. Just just call it by Hansen's cool. disease. Oh, why? You can't call it the other one anymore? No. Oh, I thought, I thought for a while here somebody. we were talking about Mexican white oak. <laughs> I didn't remember. So, anyway. Leprosy. So, I don't so ever the, remember that on there. So, it's so, uh, mm-hmm. a Monterey oak. Yes. Okay. It's, it's fast okay. growing and few pests, if ever. It is also a white oak in the white oak subgroup. So, that means it's resistant to oak wood. Now, always a fast-growing tree has a, li- a little bit of a disadvantage in a drought. If you're not, if nobody's watering it, yeah. it still wants to grow fast and yeah. it can uh, so overcommit. A, so. But but its leaf is hardened off, unlike the red oak. So in my mind, it would sweat less. 
So, so if you want drought-tolerant species, you look for uh, a thick leaf or a uh, small leaf in general. Again, rule of thumb. Yeah, very general. So Mexican sycamore is not on that, that article, correct? Me, mix, Mexican sycamore is because it has an adaptation. Okay. It's white on the bottom, and all that white is lots of uh, hair. And so it uh, reduces the amount of evaporation that occurs when the tree is actually photosynthesizing. So as opposed to American sycamore, which is smooth on the bottom, and that's why it, those leaves turn yellow and brown in, the, in August. The Mexican sycamore is still green throughout the, throughout the summer months. Yeah, it, that's a it, fact. It, I think yeah. mine back there still have green leaves. Yes, it's, and during the wintertime. So it doesn't have lace bugs, and it's drought resistant. So and it's resistant to the fungal diseases that are a real the, problem for American sycamore. Yeah. So both the uh, anthracnose and some of the leaf diseases, which right now escape me on that. So it, it is one of the eight that Calvin has listed. Okay. And it's, it's, uh, if you really want a showy... Fast now, I kind of rated it. Um, I think of it as the fastest growing, but uh, it could be well. Yeah, yeah it, it could be. That, that's one of the characteristics. It depends on the site, right? I'm, uh, I would agree with that because my neighbors got sixty foot, pretty quick. Mm, wow! And then they stopped watering it. Oh, oh no! Oh yeah. Oh. But I don't have. But I don't have Mexican sycamore leaves in my yard this year. Oh, that's good. I had them there in the summer, but I don't have them now. Did the tree shade your place too? No. no okay. No. How tall is that Montezuma cypress? I'm trying to get an idea of what 60 feet is. Is that taller than that, or is that 60 feet? That's probably 50. That's 50? Wow. It's 10 feet taller than that? Holy cow. Okay. What? No, I was just... That's how I do my math. Okay. Uh, Yeah, we we look for the power lines. Oh. Which are 30, 35. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, and then we add another... Hey, Beth's got on the line at 210, so take a break, but she's, gonna, she's got a treat a question. Okay. 210-308-8867. Hey, Beth, did you have a question, or did you want to comment on the article? Well, I wanted to comment on the article uh, because they were talking about my, my, one of my favorite topics is the native Texas trees. Okay. Well, you're on the air. What, what, what did you want to say? Okay. The first thing is when you mention Schumard, I, a friend about 40 years ago brought me a little one that wasn't even 10, barely 10 inches high in a coffee thermos cup from the park, the city park in Uvalde. And so I planted it here. I'm in northwest San Antonio, Babcock and Hebner area, planted it. Most beautiful tree, taller than my live oaks. Prettiest tree. Last year it got sick and one limb died. Well, now it has totally died. It just breaks my mm. heart. But anyway, it got the same sort of a disease or whatever along the trunk as a sycamore that I had in the backyard that died, and I had to have professionally cut down. Anyway, what I was going to say is when, when I first moved out here, I wanted to plant specimens of a lot of these trees that y'all mentioned, like the chickapin and the photinia, the photinia that I have was what the, was called, it was not the red tip, it was the, I don't know what, 
It was a regular full tree, Photinia. Yeah, yeah. It's Chinese. It's Chinese Photinia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chinese. Anyway, it has died. My beautiful Chumardo is the worst one. Mm. My Monterey oak looks sick. Mm. Spanish oak from Helotus area has died. Uh, let's see, what else have I got? <laughs> Just, uh, Beth, this is depressing. Well, it, it, talk about depressing. Yes, it's very to see and then how expensive it is when I had to have the sycamore removed professionally. Oh. Man, I didn't know whether I was going to even buy beans and rice. But anyway, the, the one tree that flourishes here, and I'm sorry I got it started, it was on a test, is that Arroyo Sweetwood. Yeah. You know, the the one that, when they the guys brought them up from Mexico, and some of us were going to experiment and see if they mm-hmm. were, were invasive. Well, it took me quite a few years to realize, yes, they're very invasive. You know, so many seeds, but they're a beautiful tree. Yes. And in some of the markets, some of the catalogs up from up north, they're pushing them as such a pretty tree. But my my idea about those is they're very pretty, but when you first start them beginning to bloom, let them bloom two more years, but then cut them down because they just come up everywhere. But, yeah. But, but so then, we're, we're all looking at Mark. Yeah, yeah, they're all looking at me. Yes, uh, the Royal Sweetwood. Brought up by uh, Lynn Lowry and yeah. uh, Tom Keeter and Paul and a few other ones. Uh, yeah. And they're very beautiful at Trinity University. That's where we see them most often. And well, it is a, a re- nice nice flower. It's a, it's a medium-sized tree with, with multi-trunks and yes. a big pod. Big curly yeah. shaped yeah. pod. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, Jefferson Bank, old Jefferson Bank on Fredericks. Oh, uh, there you go. On yep. Bandera, they had beautiful ones in their backyard, in their yard, but they never seemed to have the problem with them coming up everywhere. You know, so I, the one that my main one that I had when those guys were experimenting planting some years ago, I went ahead and let it grow. And then I had it cut down, but I did not really treat the stump. Correct. Yeah, and, you, you're going to have to take care of it. It will it will re-sprout from the oh, trunk. Oh, it is. It all around the ring of that trunk mm-hmm. are sprouts. So when I have my men come to do some trimming for me, I'm going to. They're going to take that down and some of these others. But also my um, the um, let's see, what do you call it? The cherry black black cherry of mine died. Also, uh, the other one that turns pretty leaves in the fall, that people call it a trash tree because it comes up everywhere. It died almost. Oh, Beth. Yeah, really, it is very, very yeah. sad, yeah. you know. Yeah, I hate to say this, but you, you had a lot of other friends, uh, associates in, in the this past fall. A lot of people had the same species that you're mentioning that had died as well. Yeah. Um, well, we're... We, I, I am on a well. I don't know if it's Edwards or what. So that's another yeah, worry right Edwards. now. Yeah, that's just another worry. But what, you can't do anything about it. I mean, this is what you one accepts. Mm. You know, Beth. But we have you, to run to a break, though. I'm sorry. Thank, thank, <laughs> thank you. But I, I'm glad to hear y'all were talking about those. Uh, get, uh, well, get that. Uh, get that. Uh, 
article, Beth. We'd love to have you plant some of these uh, yeah. recommended trees. Oh, thanks, I've got Beth. Some, I have oh. some. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We'll take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. More of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number is 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Or you can come on by the nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. Ask your gardening question in person, uh, and uh, we'll be happy to help you. You don't even have to come on the air. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll answer it either way. All right, 210-308-8867. But did we finish all the uh, trees that Calvin? Yes, uh, well, we, we didn't mention every single oh, one. So but, are we going to uh, let people read the article? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. So let, let them do that. And, and if they do read that, uh, they can call in tomorrow. Okay, and good. Ask us questions. There you go. That's an idea. But, yeah, a um, couple of our favorite ones were the uh, uh, Monterey Oak, White Oak, or Mexican White Oak. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mexican sycamore, uh, chinkapin oak, and an aqua. Okay. Uh, and, and I would agree with Trace. Uh, Mexican sycamore is probably the fastest one of those. But the Mexican sycamore has characteristics which are very favorable to drought tolerance and uh, limited pest problems. You, you, you meant the Mex- Mexican sycamore or the, yeah. uh, the, the other Mexican the, the, the Mexican sycamore. Okay. Uh, we did talk about, we didn't talk about, but Montezuma cypress. Mm. So that's an excellent one as well. But that's not on Calvin's list. No. In the old days, we used to bring that up quite a bit, but uh, I don't know why I haven't done it. Oh, I know why, because I had a little trouble with the, uh, uh, the, the drought period. Oh. Right. So, uh, uh, you can't understand that. They grow in the middle of these uh, streams, I guess. They like water. Huh? Montezuma cypress does, too? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so uh, it's characteristics. Um, a matter of debate. Uh, the Cox and Peterson school of thought was that uh, these cypresses exhibited characteristics through location. So, East Texas is conical. Oh, okay. Central, Central Texas Montezuma, bald cypress, I should say, bald, bald cypress, is flat, uh, flat and rounded. You can see these along the river walk and mm-hmm. other places. Yeah. And then when you get down the valley, you start seeing what what is called Montezuma cypress, but they really look like evergreen, willow, weeping willow type of bald cypress. And so... Um, among tree botanists, you go, are you a lumper or a splitter? Oh. Uh, so if you're a lumper, you might say those those three, although they show different characteristics, are all the same tree. And uh, Or if it's splitter, you'd say, oh, those three different species. Yeah. I got a little bit involved in the uh, Cattle Lake uh, 
Uh-oh. And there, and the the history of how the uh, cypress develop. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to start with a certain amount. They have to wet and then uh, dry periods, and uh, and it's a really a complex, a fascinating uh, situation. And Cat Lake. Well, do you know Cat Lake? Okay, a little bit enough. Yeah. To, I don't know the controversy. Why, why? Why is it? Uh, oh, what's unique about that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's the only lake, true lake, in Texas. Really? Yeah. Okay. Everything else is man-made, reservoir, oh. or what have you. Wow, I did not know that part. Yeah. And what a place to fish! Oh, it's so wonderful. We, do we yeah. want to ask what the controversy was, or do we let it go? Well, it's. There, there was some issue with with bald cypress and whether or not they were, uh, they had created the lake. There was a like a, was it a natural dam or man-made dam or something? You know, it was considered a true lake, but something something in that regards about the the bald cypress and clogging it up. Oh, is Caddo near us? No, no. It's in northeast Texas. Oh, okay. It's uh, takes a whole day to drive. Yeah. Okay, you know that. Oh, yeah, I do know Because you've driven it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, to answer your question, no, uh, please read the article. If you have any questions, call us tomorrow. I have a dumb question. Okay. Just kind of putting the cart after the horse. No, that's okay to do that. Yeah. You throw around the term shade trees. Yes. Is that a specific... Is there a specific description of a shade tree must meet this criteria... Must be so tall, must have this. Generally over 35 feet. Okay. At maturity. Okay. Some people use a little lower level, a lower, a lower height in, in South Texas because we have so many trees oh. which, would, which would be at that or a little bit lower. So they use a small tree designation. Maybe 18 feet to okay. 30 feet or 18 to 28 feet as your small tree. And then medium size and large would be anything above that. Okay. Okay. So crepe myrtles could be both? Yes. All right. Yes. Um, now, now, as a result of that, you may have heard me or all of us uh, mention about the, how they expanded the CPS Energy Green oh, yeah. Shade right. rebate. So they expanded it to include a lot of smaller trees. Fruit trees, even. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So because of that. So um, even though it's called the Green Shade rebate, uh, it includes a lot of smaller trees. So, But answer your question, shade tree would be something above, generally above 35 feet. Okay. Um so I'm trying to think. So, yeah, the, the trees we've talked about today. So mountain laurel would yeah. not be one. Uh, Can mountain laurel get that tall? It, it could, but rarely. Rarely, okay. So um, That's always a debate of whether uh, we, we want to talk about whether it's a shrub, large shrub, or small oh, tree. Oh, wow. Small tree. Y'all have, yeah, a, y'all have know, a lot of debates in the bottom. Yeah, I know it is. We have oh, lots, yeah. lots of debates. Lots of spirited debates. Wow, cool. But, but, well, uh, next next Saturday. Does that involve your I pubs? even mentioned... Um, Lady Banks rose as a small tree. Oh. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Right. I, I know Tra- Trace has got a real interest in that, and 
doesn't doesn't even like to call it a rose, but uh, if you got you know the thing about Lady Banks, it's so versatile. It'll uh, we he has it included in the roses over the rose section over there. Yeah, uh, and, then, and, and we do have yellow and white. And white is kind of mm-hmm. I've always mentioned white is rather rare, rare but I like it better than the than the uh, yellow. Yeah, I've got one of each going in my yeah. oh, cool. and have for ever since I've been there. Be yeah. long before I've never been. I think they've been there about 35 years. Now I want to know what the spirited debates involve. I, Are there any sharp Indian, objects or uh, alcohol? or Indian leg wrestling. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Wow. Okay. Are they on the Lady Banks? <laughs> no, 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 no. All no, the spirited the debates. That, uh, whether or not it's a large or small tree. Oh, yeah. No. Well, it's a... It's, it's a uh, Versatile, interesting one yes. to discuss. Yeah. That's that's so, part of it. So a lot of, a lot of it is that I went to, uh, I was raised and went to forestry school in a different part of the country, and we, and we use different metrics. Oh, uh, because we have larger trees, and so we have larger trees, and so our shade tree uh, will have would have less of the local trees. And fewer, fewer of those, because fewer of our trees reach those categories of large trees. So we have to we have to include a lot of the medium-sized trees and call it large trees when you come to San Antonio. I got you. So, which ones fall into the categories of small and medium slash large? That's sort of the debate. Hmm. Okay, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I'm sorry. Such stimulating radio conversation. It is. I want to hear one of these spirited debates. Call in with your spirited debate questions at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. A lot of the, the potential for spirited debates on shade trees include like pecan and... Yeah. Right. So, uh, as to whether they're the actually or should you get berry, them? But, uh, no, they would be a large tree, but would you ever plant a pecan north of 1604? No. It's no. a rhetorical question, but no. Uh, well, uh, I need I need I need three three feet of soil for a oh, pecan. Okay. Yeah. Or a magnolia. Yeah, those are types of spirited debates. Okay, I sure miss my pecan tree, though. Yeah. Just saying. Hmm. Hackberries? Yeah. Yeah, there no. you go. Don't get me started. Yeah. No, see, I got nothing see, on hackberries. See, in the, in the Northeast, hackberry is a uh, recommended tree. You even go yeah. in the East Texas, and it can be pretty desirable. Yeah. 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 I had the one that was on the edge of my uh, peach orchard, and it was, uh, it was a wonderful tree. 210 308 Eighty-eight sixty-seven. Call in with your spirited debate. Yeah. Um, all right. So, what else is going on, gentlemen? Uh, before we go to break, uh, it, is, it it is the middle of the month. So, we oh had, yeah, uh, you want to talk about that after the break? Yes. Let's give it some time. Okay. Okay. Two one zero three zero eight eighty-eight sixty-seven. That would be a good one for Trace to come yeah. up and talk with us about too. 210-308-8867. When we come back, we'll talk about what you should be doing. Why February 15th is important on 930 AM, The Answer. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The Answer, Milton Glick, along with Mark Peterson, Dr. Calvin Finch. Trace will probably join us in a little while, but Ed is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Ed. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Fine. I hope you guys are doing well. We're doing just fine, thank you. It's a pretty day, but I'm wondering uh, if we're going to get some more rain. It looks like it wants to rain a little bit. Your take, Ed? Well, <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to do that. I threw you right under the bus, Ed. I threw you right under the cloud. No, I was just going to say I, I haven't had any rain except for just a little drizzle. Today or just in the past month? Well, just today and last night when they were predicting all the rain, I, I yeah. didn't get any. We didn't get it much either. We got It was just damp on the soil and damp on the driveway. That was it. So I'm sorry, Ed. We'll, we'll, let's focus on your questions. <laughs> okay, well, let me say, too, about the rain. Uh, I've had uh, 2.3 inches so far this year, but last year from about mid-September uh, till the end of the year, I had 13.3 inches. And really? Wow. Where are you? Showing me uh, severe area. Yeah, oh, in the, the little triangle there where the counties are meeting up in the, uh, what is that, uh, Kendall and Bear and Comel counties. Right. Is that, is that right. where you are, Ed? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm in Medina County, but I'm, uh, I'm to the west and maybe closer to that corner. Yeah. Oh, I'll be uh, darned. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it always, for the life... I don't know, for all last year and into this year, it was kind of the severe. It, it was exceptional. Uh-huh. That's the worst. Exceptional. And then everybody else was getting, finally getting rain, and it was still kind of severe in that uh-huh. little mm-hmm. area right there. So so which aquifer are you in, Trinity? No, I'm in uh, just the uh, edge of the Edwards. Edwards, I'll be he, down. He's in the, uh, what do we call that, Recharge and... And the other, what's the other zone called? Tributary. Tributary, there you go. Yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah. So what's up? Well, I got two things I want to ask you about. Uh, do you know what a Jerusalem artichoke is? Yeah. yeah sort, sort of. Sort of. It's yeah. a helianthus, but it, it grows a big root that some people eat. And I'm wanting to know whether that will grow in this climate uh yeah i had people grow that um i never have um but uh uh some people uh, swear by it um that they they could grow it all the time here i'm i will be honest i'm not familiar i'm hoping calvin knows more i don't know much but uh, we got some listeners that do well we probably uh uh, if you can listen tomorrow, we'll probably uh, solicit some ha- help from some of our gardeners that do grow it. Okay. And what about horseradish? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, too. That too. Horseradish yeah. is relatively easy to grow, yeah. 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 And it is root, and we can grow roots, root crops a little bit better than so, that. So, Ed, why are you growing these weird plants? Ed doesn't think they're weird. <laughs> Yeah, they're, uh, the weird stuff is the uh, stuff that everybody else grows. 
Oh. <laughs> Are you you're turning ve- vegetarian? Gosh, that'd be t- a tough vegetarian <laughs> diet of uh, artichoke and... Uh, Horseradish. Uh, or, yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I just thought I'd try them because uh, uh, some things that everybody else grows, I just mm. can't... Uh, know really do well with them i mean everything produces something but uh i expect you know uh you know great yields for from everything Uh uh-huh so i was gonna say so ed uh the what i know of uh jerusalem artichoke was that frequently paul was growing them at the botanical gardens uh when i had my office there with the texas forest service and uh, it was a very drought-resistant plant, a very pretty plant, um, as well as being, yeah, Jerusalem artichoke. You could grow, not the artichokes themselves, mm-hmm. but um, you could you could grow them for some type of vegetable. I never knew what it was, yeah. but it was a pretty plant. And if anybody uh, is inclined to call right now, we've got about 10 minutes and... Uh, Give Ed some information. Otherwise, we'll try again to, to yeah. m- tomorrow. Cool. Thanks, Ed. All right, I'll be listening. I right, hope okay. you get some rain, Thank man. You. Thanks, Ed. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye bye. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yeah. If you've got a Jerusalem artichoke experience, and you can share that, uh, so help Ed out. Uh, our listeners are very knowledgeable and very helpful, so uh, there's still time. And if not, we'll we'll tackle it first thing uh, tomorrow morning. Just rem- or tomorrow we do the show. Just remind me, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What what Ed was talking about? Every time they put the uh, USDA drought monitor uh, up, mm-hmm. there would be like this little section by uh, Medina Bandera. I guess you could say Medina Lake, all the way to Comel and Cano County. Uh, that was exceptional. It never got, it seemed like it didn't get any rain. Oh. And so it was, it was just like everybody's getting rain and changing the colors from exceptional to severe to moderate drought. And yet there was this little corner out that huh. that way that was still being uh, severe severe drought How it, it did it did change a little bit recently but uh but he, he was right they just seemed not to get any rain in that little area that's mm-hmm. odd mm-hmm. that uh does it seem like uh a, a rain is coming here come to think of it. It, it seems to have gotten a little darker there yeah yeah it is it's a little more overcast than it was well let me go look at our radar real quick yeah. Hey, Milton, uh, I can't see you. It's, <laughs> it's not it's that dark, dark, Mark. It's okay. Open your eyes. Is there anybody, uh, Milton, will you give the phone number again just in case we can get somebody to call on? Sure. The- 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You're talking about the Jerusalem artichoke? Yes. Okay. And uh, Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I know there's some, uh, we've talked uh, about that t- uh, those topics before, so I know there's some gardeners out there. Right. Either that or or either I come on and talk about it or uh, I heard somebody, you know, the topic did uh, arise here on occasion. Because it is, it's a beautiful yellow yellow plant and kind of drought drought tolerant. I'll look it up real quick. And uh, Yellow flower, I should say, not a yellow plant. Ooh, there's recipes. Um, Oh, it is pretty. 
Can you see it? Sunchoke. Well, is that just the regular artichoke, sunchoke? It's like a sunflower, doesn't it? Kind of, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what he said. Remember, he said helios. I think he added some words to that, but mm. but helios is a sunflower. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Heliotrope, yeah. Too. Yeah. So, okay. okay. That'll we, be interesting. We'll we want your experiences with it. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. All right, gentlemen. A few minutes uh, left of the show. By the way, I'll oh. give you the weather forecast. Oh, did you want to? Oh no, just okay. just let you know a segue for tomorrow. Okay. There is. Uh, we usually think of the middle of February. Uh, not only. Oh, for, we forgot to do that. Yeah. yeah. Not only for Valentine's, and we talked about a lot of great plants. Big game. Big game. Big be, be, be game presents that can be purchased. Right. For for, for next week's mm-hmm. Valentine's. Ten percent. But there's mm-hmm. also another reason we talk about uh, mid February. In the gardening world, what is that? Or is that the segue tomorrow? Well, find out tomorrow. That's a segue tomorrow. Find out tomorrow. Okay, find out tomorrow, and we'll talk about uh, what, why February fifteenth, why mid February is important. Yeah, uh, I, I need to do some inventory uh, well, over th- in the garden. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's three or four things on the list. And oh, good. Yeah. Some some have some flexibility too. Yeah. Ed, here's the weather forecast. 50% chance of showers and thunderstorms. Some storms could be severe this afternoon. Cloudy with a high near 71. Uh, New rainfall amounts less than a tenth of an inch, except higher amounts possible in thunderstorms. That seems obvious. A slight chance of showers or thunderstorms before 9 p.m., then a chance of thunderstorms or, or showers after midnight. Okay. Some could be severe, patchy fog after 3 a.m. Chance of rain this evening, 50%. New rainfall amounts uh, still pretty low, uh, less than a tenth of an inch and less than a thunderstorm. And then tomorrow when we're doing the show, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms before 9 a.m. Slight chance between 9 a.m. and noon. Uh, And then uh, what's the temperature? Wait, wait. Oh, high near 71. It'll be nice. I'll be wearing shorts again. Low tomorrow, around 44. So, yeah, it seems like the evenings are are now for the rest of the week. Well, next couple days are lows in the 40s, highs in the upper 60s. Um, but there you go. And then uh, looking at it, uh, the yeah, the rain chances kind of seem to die away after tomorrow. So well, uh, Thursday night they come back. Yes, sir. You were going to say? Oh, I just uh, we did not mention the the uh, influx of uh, shrubs that we've gotten. No, I just noticed those oh, over there. Behind we, us. we can talk about that because it's not only the winter time. It's not only the time to plant trees. It's also the time of year to plant shrubs and perennials. Okay. Yep, and uh, gosh, some of them are lots and lots of choices and uh, sizes and. Very attractive, different uh, foliage patterns, colors. I'm curious, like, is there an ideal window in terms of, so winter is good because lower temperatures and less stress. Less stress. Less stress. After 110 degrees, yeah. Okay. 
Well, but, yes. but as far as plants are concerned, yes. So we usually say sometime during middle of October. We used to say no, uh, first of November, but now we say middle of October to the end of uh, April is time to plant. So, so plant and plant trees, plant shrubs, plant perennials. Okay. It's a w- much wider field than it used to be. Right. I mean, right. That's. Yeah. <laughs> They, 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 you can always, you know, you can plant something 12 months out yeah. of the year. Yeah. I, I remember, uh, I don't remember exactly how old I was, but I remember getting plants in the mail uh, mm. from the nursery. In a, when I was in a, a resort in a rural area of Minnesota, uh, that they would they would mail, I thinking of the strawberries and uh, oh, wow. pansies. <laughs> And uh, it was just, you know, you ba- basically they were these plants laying there. And they weren't in containers or anything. They were just it's pi- moist paper or yeah. something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Huh. They worked, they worked pretty well, yeah. But there wasn't, I mean, there was yeah. not a huge variety. You made your choice based on a paper selection and uh, oh. accepted it or uh, don't bother communicating with us again, you know, kind of thing. Oh, geez. Uh, wow. They were kind of rough. Yeah, 40-plus years ago, we were planting uh, trees in January, February, March. That was sort of the time we were doing. Oh, all over? Te- in Texas. In I'm Texas? Sorry. Okay. So, huh. And so we have expanded it over the years. Yeah, and uh, cool. So, well, not, almost everything was root, <laughs> yeah, no, root not, balls. Yeah. So. so, I mean, we, we, that's kind of the topic of this uh, of the show is we've expanded. I, I was diehard, never never plant my fall tomatoes before August 15th. And, and now we're like, yeah, the last week of July, we're, we're starting to plant them. All right. Well, listen, we're going to begin to wrap up. Uh, but uh, uh, give us you, you, Jerusalem artichoke people. Call us tomorrow. Uh, when we start the show so we can uh, ask you more about it. But we'll say goodbye for today. Uh, thanks to Mark and uh, Calvin. Thanks to Trace. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. See you tomorrow right here at Millburgers on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 